All right, and we're here for Eva's epilogue. It's a doozy, so... I'm already upset. Uh, yep. And you should be, too. So, um, we already heard about Wanders. Sure. So, uh, for the, uh, what happens right after the end of Burn Hollow's reign? End of Burn Hollow's reign? You don't have to do any character voice I more than an interview. I want to. <laughs> okay, well, if you no. want to, do it. No, 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 we're good. Uh, whatever works best. All right. Which would work best? Just normal. Okay. After Burn Hollow's reign, Eva probably would have, probably did, um, set about go immediately going into fixing things. So right. establishing Ula and Beetlebum as the uh, uh, rulers of Elixis, um, bringing up all of the old and uh, older and and much more practical laws that she remembered that they probably got rid of mm -hmm. um uh in putting kesser on house arrest kesser kesser's in his home he's not leaving his home <laughs> correct he does not need food or water or sleep he will stay in there no one needs to be bringing him food it's just guards <laughs> right uh and he he is allowed visitors whenever they deem fit, meaning they can come and go as they please, he cannot leave. Yes. So, um, Eva stays in Elixis for, you know, 50 years, and then, um, somewhere during the middle of that, uh, some bullshittery goes down. Well, that's actually probably about 45 years. Okay. So, um, uh, Wander and Miasma break Kieser out of prison, uh, and uh, they haven't really talked to Eva much. They've been off doing their own things. Sure. Um, she has a country to run, and they want to go on vacation forever. Right. <laughs> so, as one might be able to guess, a bit of spite and betrayal... Uh, uh, or feelings of spite and betrayal start kind of come to the forefront after years of like very little communication. Sure, yeah. Um, so uh, then it hits. Uh, the wild mandrake in a day is gone. People wake up with it and go to bed without it. Um, and Eva senses all the bullshit that just happened. She feels she is in grave danger, and she goes to the Elven capital, uh, which you find in chaos. Yes. Uh, the Semptus is dead, and uh, Lyra and Flower are also dead. Mm -hmm. uh, no news on Mirrodin, but um, you figure now would probably be a good time to flee the Dwarven capital of Deep Throw. Yes, she, she would be going to the Dwarven capital because 
the only other person that she can think of that she has any, like, uh, uh, besides Ula and Beetlebum, that she has any obligation towards is Koella. And she was sent to the Dwarven capital a while ago. Yeah. Uh, upon which uh, Koella greets her with open arms, and Eva goes back and forth between the dwarves and the tieflings for... Uh, probably about 20 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, at that 20-year mark, uh, however, you are in the uh, Dwarven capital, and you haven't heard anything from Beetlebaum or Ula. The letters you've written aren't answered. Okay. And you go there, and you find Elixir's destroyed and the remains frozen over uh, seems something terrible happened mm. uh, going back to the dwarven capital uh, after seeing no one left in elixirs and her only real home in ruin and frozen over completely um with with really just one person left to her her group of of, of uh, uh, what she considers friends or family, uh, which is now just Koella, uh, she goes back to the dwarven capital. Just completely, it, it is like there is a hole in her heart. She she's just completely numb, uh, uh, apathetic, permanently blue. Yes, very much so. Um, and because of this deep morose and sadness, uh, Coella and Eva eventually have a falling out. Uh, something along the lines of, you know, this is getting, you know, sad and you need to either find a way to move on or you need to leave. Mm-hmm. There was no real way of moving on for her so afterwards she kind of had to settle with with leaving and and uh, being kicked out by the last person in in her group um afterwards she probably thinking of not the last person thinking of the last person in her group which is Mirden, who she hasn't heard much of anything from mm-hmm. um, for a very long time. She goes back to the Elven capital and probably finds him there, or finds him somewhere around there. Uh, he is in his home, uh, and, you know, the uh, the vault has been opened. He's doing everything he can to try and uh, get back at least Lyra, mm-hmm. if not Flower as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Eventually, um, Eva finds her way to Meriden, and they stay in the rooms of the Elven capital for a couple months. Mm-hmm. Uh, but eventually, they both feel the weight and disdain for the Republic and what it stood for sentimentally uh, to each of them, and they both decide to leave. Mm-hmm. And they find their way to Elixis, and it was it was more of a, a 
morbid curiosity on Mirden's part and kind of a last resort for Eva since that was her home for so many years that, that they went back to that place. Right, and they hold up in the, in the Capitol building. Now, about... Uh, what is it? Like 50 years after that? 50-ish years. Yeah. Uh, due to old age and lack of self-care and many sleepless nights researching, Mirrodin succumbs to the cold. And Eva is left alone yet again. She spends a, a couple of years, maybe ten-ish after that, just uh, uh, hermiting away in the ruins of Elixis, uh, uh, surviving, but only just, um, and, and not so much like a scavenging, like like a, a rabid thing, but but more of a like going day to day, just like with the motions, going with the motions. And at some point during those 10 years, I believe, is when she reaches out to Coella, I think one last time, just sending a letter uh, in, in um, and it's probably a very, not a well-written letter or a very coherent letter. But she sends one anyways, and uh, of course doesn't really get a response back. Um, and so uh, that is kind of the real descent into her madness. Madness. Uh, she eventually sees the ghost of her ghosts of her past all around her everywhere, and this eventually sets her on the path to resurrecting Arcadian mm -hmm. uh, through an ancient ritual found in the scribblings of Mirden's notebook. Mm -hmm. um, give me one second. Alright, we're back. Okay. So, uh, uh, she, she doesn't even really realize that she is starting a cult. Um, it, it more just starts as, as her on this path, looking for the the uh, the components and um, you know rituals that she will need in order to uh, uh, bring Caden back, uh, uh, and with this kind of I think word gets around just as she is wandering around, asking for any information, asking for supplies. People catch on. Uh, maybe in whispers about what she's doing, and it kind of becomes something a lot bigger than she ever thought uh, she ever intended it to be. Right. Um, but she has no real intention of stopping it. Uh, you know, uh, if there are people who are with her cause and are willing to help, she doesn't care at all about them. But she will take the help. Right, and this starts uh, the cult of the Infernal Sun. Um, and Eva is dabbling in necromancy, uh, resurrecting not only Arcadian, who is successfully resurrected as a lich, mm -hmm. but also other tieflings, mm -hmm. um, the undead, uh, uh, almost army at this point. Sure. 
at least in number, number-wise. Uh, she has no real intention of, of uh, uh, controlling them in that way, though. Or, or she controls them, certainly, but she has no real intention of making an army that is so... Um, I feel like the word, the word is not rigid, but I, I, uh, um, comes together as stably as that, I suppose. Right, right. And um, it's kind of like the city is full again. Right. If, if anything, to make it seem less lonely. Sure. Um, she recruits living members as well, uh, the people who come to help and support the cause and with uh, Arcaden being successfully resurrected, mm-hmm. um, the permanent uh, cloudy skies that are a staple to modern, inc- modern day Crisk mm-hmm. uh, come to fruition uh, the day the ritual is complete. Mm-hmm. Um, so undead, as well as living members, Arcaden and Eva, uh, they now have a reformed, quote unquote, elixirs. Uh, but this is really the cesspool that is the cult of the Infernal Sun. Sure. Um, and Arcaden, having uh, begru- begrudgingly in the first few years accepted it, and then becoming to uh, becoming into a lich and eventually starts to enjoy his newfound power mm-hmm. uh, grants Eva extended life into undeath mm-hmm. and uh, around a hundred years before the start of arc two mm-hmm. uh, the Raven Queen reaches out to Eva Extending a partnership to benefit to benefit one another, and the the cult and the monsters that inhabit Crisk are wreaking havoc all across it, mm-hmm. um, and the diseases that uh, uh, infected many of Crisk's denizens uh, only booster or bolster uh, the powers both of these uh, factions. Sure. And the alliance is going pretty strong. So uh, that is Eva's epilogue, but before we sign off, I have a few questions for Maddie Mm. as a player. Okay. Uh, Let me get out my handy-dandy notebook. Oh, boy. Uh, I have them written down. They're nothing, nothing too crazy, but... So, how did you feel playing Eva? How did I play feeling Eva? I. How did you feel playing Eva, yes? I, there was a lot of emotional catharsis in it. I, it, it was fun. She, she was a fun character, and I usually play um, um, characters that are a little less serious or, or maybe not so much like the leader type so it was an interesting divergence from that 
uh, she was fun to play. I like the accent. Yeah. And uh, the last question is, uh, give us a little, without giving too much away, uh, how do you feel about your next character? What, is, what are they? Next character is going to be fun as fuck. Um, All right. She, uh, she, yeah, I'm really excited to play her. I, uh, um, oh, spoilers. Now we know it's a her. Uh, um, I think that she has a lot of potential, and I am, I'm looking forward while maybe not being like the center of attention because I definitely didn't make her to be the center of attention for her to be important or useful. Right. So uh, she's going to be an important character um, and we're excited for the next arc. Yeah. So thank you all and we will see you in the next arc as well as my asthma's uh, epilogue. So stay tuned. Thus concludes this episode. Stay tuned for more content, updated every Friday.